When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Let's get back to You Better You Bet. Presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. You Better You Bet presented by BetMGM. PJ Glasser, Ryan Horvat filling in for Nick and Ken. They will be back tomorrow and Friday to give all their thoughts on everything going on. Ryan and I will be with you until 7 o'clock Eastern time. We'll be on Sirius Channel 160, Sirius XM 205 if you want to listen to us there. We'll be on Stadium in a little bit, 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern time as well. But uh, throughout the show, we'll be on twitch.tv slash betql and youtube.com slash Sports as well. We were talking about the Pete Carroll news. If you haven't heard already, he is out as Seahawks head coach. The reports are he will stay with the team, though, in some capacity, but uh, nonetheless, a a stunner. So between Vrabel yesterday, Ryan, and now uh, Pete Carroll today, and who knows if if we're done. Maybe we'll get Belichick at, at some point this week. Maybe teams will have a change of heart. We heard the Bears double down today that they're going to stick with uh, with Matt Eberflus. What, what did you think of that decision, especially now with the way that the head coaching market is shaping out? I mean, you have Jim Harbaugh and Mike Vrabel out there as potential candidates. And I understand the Bears did play a lot better in the second half of the season, but it feels like they're settling. Like you have, you're in one of the biggest markets in the country. You're in such a good spot right now in an organization with having the number one pick, the future being so bright, all the money that you have. Your division isn't one of the tougher ones. I mean, I understand that you have a couple teams that made the playoffs, right? But I don't think the NFC North is is one of the two, maybe the third toughest division we'll see next year. But they, they were in a great spot, and to just double down with uh, with Matt Eberflus, they did get rid of their OC, Luke Getze, and they also got rid of their quarterback coach as well. But, man, like, as a Packers fan, aren't you, like, happy that they're sticking with Eberflus? Yeah. And I, I think that says a lot. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. I'm a little disappointed that they let go uh, Luke Getze because mm-hmm. I don't think he's any good. I actually don't really think that the Matt LaFleur coaching tree is very good. It's Nathaniel Hackett, who, oh, let's yeah. be honest, why he has a job because yep. of Aaron Rodgers with New York. That is correct. And then it's Luke Getze. And, you know, I'll say the Bears offense, it was a little bit better this year. I believe they finished 17th in offensive points per game, 20 per game. And that was their highest mark since they finished 11th in 2018. But that's not good enough, especially when you look around the division, right? Minnesota um, had a bunch of injuries this season, and they fixed up that defense. That pass defense was horrific last year, and then they make the hire of Brian Flores, and they're a top-10 defense all of a sudden. Green Bay's found their guy. Jordan Love is their guy, Mm. and uh, they're a playoff team. You know, it's supposed to be a rebuild year. They have the youngest team in the National Football League, the youngest wide receiver room, and they're in the playoffs. 
And the good thing about Chicago, for Chicago, I will say, though, is they have a ton of cap space. I like what they've done on the defensive side of the ball. The sweat move um, was a great pickup, obviously. Yep. So I almost, like, with Luke Getze, he's the defensive-minded head coach. But he's also 10-24 and in two seasons. Like, if you're going to move on from Justin Fields, you're moving on from Justin Fields because he's got decent numbers, but he can't win you games in the fourth quarter. And with Getze, I'm sorry, with um, Eberflus, I mean, if you're 10-24 and and you have Harbaugh available this year, you're going to have Ben Johnson available. I'm not the biggest Dan Quinn guy unless he comes with Kyle Shanahan attached, right. calling the plays. But still, yeah, I'm a little surprised. I'm happy as a Packer fan. I think it's a dumb move by the Bears, especially just, like I said, man, you have two top 10 picks. You have a ton of cap space. I would bring in an offensive-minded head coach. I would go after a Ben Johnson or you know one of these other guys, one of these young guys, even if you have to hire a guy a year too early, just because then he gets to choose his quarterback. Because uh, yep. th- you have to make that decision, I know, in the next couple weeks. But you could get Caleb Williams. You could get Drake May. You could completely change that offense. Now you have Eberflus. Like, who are you going to bring in as an OC? Because that's the thing. The number one thing the Bears have to do is they have to get a guy who's going to get the most after out of whoever their quarterback is. Whether that's Fields, Caleb Williams, Drake May, whoever it is. Yeah. That's what they have to do. And maybe they're saying to themselves that, you know what? Eberflus is going to be like Dan Campbell, where the Lions weren't great at the start of last season. Then they got really hot at the end of the year. The Bears were kind of that same way. We all thought the Bears maybe would get the top two picks in the draft. They were so bad to start the year. Then they made the trade for Sweat. They play a lot better. But it just it doesn't feel like that at all. Like, it doesn't feel like Eberflus is a Dan Campbell. And... Also, Dan Campbell had Ben Johnson. So he had a guy working with the offense. Like, right. The Bears don't have a guy like that. So I think this is just, this is a big time blunder by Chicago. And, and like, even really quickly going back to Seattle, like, I wouldn't even want Dan Quinn to be the guy, like you said, unless you're bringing in a genius OC. Because exactly. when Dan Quinn was at his best in Atlanta was when Kyle Shanahan was calling right. the plays. Then what happens after that? And yeah, I just, I don't know who that guy's going to be. Unless, okay, because uh, Kellen Moore is going to interview to become the head coach, and I don't think he's going to get that job with the Chargers. Do you? So maybe he I has don't. to go back to calling plays. Obviously, what's what he's doing right now, he's not going to get a head coaching gig like we thought a couple years ago. So maybe he goes to Chicago and calls plays. I just, I don't know. And then what do you think about Justin Fields? Like, would you stick with Justin Fields? I just, I don't think that you can. If you passed a couple years ago on Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson, from Mitchell Trubisky, I just think you have to go out there with this number one overall pick and you have to take Caleb Agreed. Williams. Unless Drake May is your guy, you have to take one of those two guys, I feel. Because Fields last year, I mean, the numbers are all right. We know he's exciting as hell. I think he'd be, he'd be a better fit somewhere like Atlanta. I mean, he was 21st, 6.9 yards per attempt, 29th in passing success rate. Mm-hmm. Those numbers just aren't good enough, especially when you're going to go against uh, Jordan Love twice a year because he looks to be the real deal in Green Bay right now. And they have weapons. They have DJ Moore and they have Cole Komet. Right, and they also have the number nine pick, yeah. right? So you can get Caleb Williams, then you can come back and get like a Malik Neighbors out of LSU, exactly. or you can get, you know, one of these, you can get a Dunze from Washington or one of these studs. So I know that people are are thinking that, all right, you can trade Fields or you can keep Fields and then you can get like a Marvin Harrison or you can trade down the pick. Well, you can also get your quarterback and then you can get that number two wide receiver along with DJ Moore. So there's really not a wrong decision for Chicago, like which way they want to go. There's probably a decision that some people think is a little bit better than the other one, mm-hmm. but they just they, they can't screw it up. If they think Fields is the guy, they better be right. And history says, right. But history says with the Bears, they're going to screw that's, it up, especially at the quarterback exactly. position. And I that's mean, why I think they get rid of Fields, because 
you kind of know what Fields is going to be at this point. Like, maybe you can bring in another offensive coach to truly maximize him. I think Justin Fields can be a really good player. Same. I don't think his ceiling is as high as what Drake May or Caleb Williams is. Like, I think those no. dudes could be special. Right. Right. So I think that's what you gotta that's what you gotta reach for because you're not doing that right now with the head coaching position. You're sticking with the mediocre. You're not trying to do the home run higher. You're not aiming big, right? Yeah. You can do that at the quarterback position. You can swing big and hope that you get a generational top five top uh, quarterback. And I I don't think they're gonna do it, Ryan. I think they're gonna stick with Fields, man. Sticking with. Eberflus at quarterback at head coach is telling me that they're going to stick with the quarterback in Justin Fields. That's what that move tells me. And they're bringing in another offensive coordinator because they like Fields and they're trying to restart and bring in another guy. Like Getze calling plays, especially earlier in the year, was so bad. Oh, Do you yeah. remember how little the Bears were running Justin Fields? Yeah. I mean, it was like that's that's why heading into this season, people were high on Chicago as maybe a dark horse team in the NFC North. Fields was a dark horse MVP candidate because people looked at his ability to run. Yeah. And they just didn't do that early on in the I year. I never liked the Luke Getze hire, just like I didn't like the Nathaniel Hackett uh, hire, you know, um, well, as a head coach or as a play caller, just because the last time he called plays was in Jacksonville. And that's not the reason that the Jags went to the AFC championship, you know, that year. It was because of that defense, Jalen Ramsey and those guys. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I didn't like the Luke Getze hire. We're going to find out, I guess, a little bit more today. Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus are going to talk at Hallis Hall. Uh, team president Kevin War uh, Warren is going to have his own presser afterward. So that's about a half that's hour. That's another thing. Kevin Warren used to be the Big Ten commissioner, yeah. right? Yeah. So there was all those ties of, oh, with Harbaugh maybe on the market. Like, he, right, used to play for the Bears. There were all these things. So for you to just... It's like all these teams that said no to Lamar, right? Right. You're just like, oh, Lamar's available now. We're good. It's like all these coaches are available, yeah. and the Bears, instead of just like thinking, about, nah, we're, we're going to stick with Eber. The Bears really should be like in one of the best positions in all of football right now. Agreed. Though. Two top 10 They're picks. in a great spot. I mean, I don't know. Call me crazy. I think this is one of the best wide receiver classes ever. I love Marvin Harrison, but I'm not taking Marvin Harrison number one. I'm not trading back and taking Marvin Harrison number three. I'm getting Caleb Williams or Drake May. And then I'm getting Malik Neighbors, like you said. Adunze, and, like, Xavier Worthy. A lot like, of these you got guys. so many guys, man. Yeah, I, I mean, mean Brian no, I like, Thomas I like, from LSU. I like Polk. I, yeah, I like all the guys Polk. from Washington, to be honest with you. So <laughs> they're um, all good. And the defense seems to be much better, right? I mean, they're really good against the run. I like the secondary. And uh, yeah, I just, the Matt Eberflus decision. I am shocked, man. I really. I kind of thought Harbaugh would be the guy I did in too. Chicago. It I just did made too. it made so it, much it sense. It did make so much sense. Yeah. I know. So. We'll and, see. And like you said, nobody, like the NFC North, right? I mean, I know that Detroit right now, um, they look damn good. But do you fully trust them like to be relevant for the next three to four years? This is the first time they've won the division since 1992. Is, uh, is, uh, they're they're going to commit to golf. Yes. And when Ben Johnson leaves, I think it's going to expose some things. Yeah. I still think they'll be good on offense. They have too much talent not to be. Pass defense stinks. They have a solid pass rush. Oh, they got, can you believe Aaron and, uh, Glenn is getting head coaching? Why? Their def the Lions' defense is not good. Right. So we'll see what happens. Uh, also, we had some news today from the Giants that they decide to mutually part ways with Wink Martindale, which I think is a great decision. As a Ravens fan, Wink Martindale was a defensive coordinator for the Ravens for a lot of years. Bunch of Ravens fans like Wink. I don't really understand why. The statistics look good. Yeah. The defense played well. But the knock on him is that he always 
blitzes way more than he should, especially against elite teams. The reason that Lamar and the Ravens could never beat the Chiefs early on in his career, the reason that they struggled against good teams was because he would blitz all these great quarterbacks. He'd blitz Mahomes. He'd blitz Allen. He'd blitz all these. It's like, Wink, why would you do that? You don't need to. I understand your secondary is really good and the pass rush isn't great, but like, don't blitz every key situation I just I love Mike McDonald so much, and I'm just terrified that he's gonna take a head coaching job somewhere, and the Ravens are gonna come back and take Wink. So if that doesn't happen, and Wink doesn't end up in Baltimore, I'm sure he'll get a job elsewhere. Yeah. Um. But that was my first thought when I saw this news: is oh boy, Mike McDonald, if he ends up being a head coach somewhere, Harbaugh's gonna go back, and he's gonna get Wink to call the defense, and I just. I don't want that to happen anymore. I, I was actually kind of surprised that Wink's only 60 years old, to be honest with you. But like you said, I like McDonald because he adjusts and he game plans for opponent, whereas with Wink, you know what he's going to do. Like, there's certain quarterbacks you just can't blitz. You said it, Mahomes, you can't blitz Joe Burrow. Sure, you want right. to create pressure. You want to uh, blitz the hell out of guys like Jared Goff, but the defense just wasn't good for the Giants. 27th overall. I know they tied for first in the NFL with uh, turnovers created because they blitz so much, but I think it was the right decision especially because I do like Brian Dayball. I like Mike Kafka as a play caller. And uh, I don't, you know, I mean, I don't know how far off the Giants are. I don't think Daniel Jones is the guy. Saquon, do you think Saquon's back? You think they try to franchise tag him? What do you think they're going to end up doing there? I think he should be back, but I don't know if you're going to pay a running back. No. So, But I do like the coaching staff. I mean, I like the offensive side of the ball. Uh, we'll see. You know, Yeah, the Giants are another interesting team. I mean, you talk about Saquon. What are they going to do with Daniel Jones? What do you do with him? I don't I. I mean, the contract isn't as bad as it looks. I think after this year, like the guaranteed money isn't as bad. It's probably back one sixty, but maybe you draft like your project quarterback. You get one of those guys. Yeah, you know, because I like Dable a lot. I mean, Dable's a good coach, right? The way that they fought towards the end of the year. I mean, he won. He won three straight games with Tommy DeVito as his quarterback. Like he was the hell out of the Eagles. He was right. He was doing something right. Um. But yeah, the Giants would be another team. Who's like the team that you're the most confident, not in the top three in the NFL draft? So the Bears, the Commanders, and the Patriots have the top three picks. Outside of those teams, who are you like the most confident in a team trading up to get their guy? Would it be the Raiders? Would it be the Titans? Would it be the Falcons? Um, You know, would it be like an off-the-radar team like the Giants potentially? Would it be like a Tampa? Would it be a New Orleans maybe, even though they just paid Derek Carr? Like, who would be the team that you're the most confident in? We're going to have all these mock drafts that come out and people are projecting. Like, who's the team that you think of? See, I'd love to see it be either the Giants or Atlanta because I would love to see what Brian Dayball would do. Look what he did with Daniel Jones that first year. I mean, they were a playoff team. They beat Minnesota in the playoffs. I would like to see them get a Jaden Daniels, you know, um, and then Atlanta. Because I just, I really think you Atlanta's... Love the Falcons. I just think they're a quarterback away. Yeah. I shouldn't love them. They cost me a lot of money just not <laughs> being able to make the playoffs or win eight games. But, I mean, imagine with all that speed, just because I like Kyle Pitts, I like Drake London, obviously I like Bijan. They just, they need a quarterback. The defense is even much better. So, I would like to see Atlanta move up. Yeah. Get a quarterback with some speed. Just, you know, I mean, Justin Fields seems too perfect for Atlanta. The only problem, again, is that you have to pay him. And we still don't know if he could win games. His numbers aren't great in the fourth quarter. But also, it's hard to put that all on him. That's a really bad offensive line. You know, the weapons weren't great other than this year when Cole Komet finally became a dude and DJ Moore uh, had, a, obviously, a monster season. That was a good pickup. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I would like to see Atlanta with a real quarterback and a real play caller because Arthur Smith clearly wasn't that guy. No, that's fair. I mean, I, yeah, Atlanta is a team. I'm telling you, man, Seattle. Seattle intrigues me a lot now that they're moving on from Pete Carroll. Like, 
that we- those weapons they have on offense with DK and Smith and Jigba and Kenneth Walker, like there's something Zach there. Charbonnet. Charbonnet. If if they can get a quarterback, Seattle is uh they're they're gonna be dangerous. So interested to see who they get as their next head coach. Interested to see where where Vrabel ends up, where where Harbaugh ends up. So your gut, you think Harbaugh's gonna be with the Chargers, and you think Vrabel is going back to New England? That's what you think? I do, I do. Where do you think Ben Johnson ends up? Because that's all I really care about right now. I want to know who ends up getting him. I want to know what he's really demanding. I want to know how much money he wants. And I want to know if he's going to be any good. He's a hell of a play caller. I would think Atlanta or Washington. I would think. You really think Washington has a shot? See, I love what uh, Josh Harris, I love what they're doing, man. Because he's like, I don't have all the answers. I'm going to bring in the smart people rather than doing the Dan Quinn. uh, Dan Quinn. uh, Rather than doing what every bad owner does. Yeah. And he's just like, hey, I'm going to make the decision myself. Right, he's we'll, not a football guy. He's not. We'll talk a little bit about Washington when we come back. We'll also get into wild card weekend. BetMGM has some playoff specials. We'll discuss those next. You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. PJ Glasser, Ryan Horvath. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. On the BetQL Network.